Welcome to episode number 11 of the Raw Food Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Jane, the Rawtarian, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about raw veggie burgers. How do you make them, what do they taste like, and how do you serve them? Stay tuned, and I'll be back with you shortly. so much for joining me on another episode of the raw food podcast i'm really excited about this episode because it's talking about a raw food that is near and dear to my heart aren't they all (laughs) the veggie burger now first of all you're gonna boo me in a second i know it does require a dehydrator so if you don't have a dehydrator just know that you cannot dehydrate anything in your oven that's a common question that i get all the time and it can't be done it must be done in a dehydrator otherwise it's not going to turn out right it's not going to taste good it's going to be a disappointment so dehydrators only but if you don't have a dehydrator it's still going to be an interesting episode and it may even be an inspiration for you to get a dehydrator now certainly you're going to want to look back on my previous episode about appliances it was one of the earlier raw food podcast appliance episodes and that's going to talk about when you should buy your equipment and that sort of thing but that's not going to be the topic of today today we're getting into the nitty-gritty of making veggie burgers raw veggie burgers of course so the reason i wanted to record this episode today is because lately i've just been devouring veggie burgers and enjoying them so much and i just wanted to talk about them but i'm not going to babble on too much really i'm going to talk about a few different ways um a few different recipes starting from a really simple one and then moving to a little bit more of a complicated one that has just more ingredients but it's still easy so i'm going to talk about a couple of recipes then i'm going to talk about Um, the preparation so like how you actually make them and then a big part of what I'd like to talk about today is really um, how to assemble them because we don't have you know white bread buns so how do you use what do you use as a bun and all those kinds of questions so just to keep me on track I'm even going to jot it down here number one we're going to look at a couple of recipes number two we are going to talk about how to dehydrate them I'm writing it down. And number three, we're going to talk about assembling. So those are the three things we're going to cover in this episode. And I'm so excited. So let's get started with number one, which is talking about the recipes. So when I first was dehydrating and making a veggie burger for the very first time, I used a very common recipe um, that pretty much was based on carrots and almonds. And you'll see that recipe out there a lot Um, I'm not going to go into the exact details of it right here but there's billions of them you can find them online but usually that seems to be what a lot of them are based on and they work they're okay but I was never really wowed with the veggie burger patty that was based on carrots and almonds now that can be a really good starter recipe but I found they've been pretty disappointing So I was playing around for quite a while and one of the main things that I found out or discovered about how to make a really good burger patty that is moist and 
really delicious as opposed to tasting like really dead and boring and flavorless. Um, and the texture, for me, it was about the texture. A lot of the veggie burger recipes I had been trying in the past, it just, they did not have a texture of a burger patty. And I just was not really very impressed. To me, they were kind of a lot like a cracker. I didn't really feel that they were that different. But the main ingredient that I discovered when adding to my veggie burgers that made it really different and more burger-like was hemp seed hearts. So hemp seed hearts or hemp hearts, first of all, you're going to buy those in the health food store or possibly at Whole Foods. Usually they come in either little bags or I've actually seen them quite often sold in hard containers, almost like a yogurt container, usually with a clear top, but it will depend. They are quite expensive. Um, and the hemp part is actually part of the hemp seed plant, but it has no issues with like, you know, it's hemp is where you get marijuana, but it's nothing to do with that. It's the same plant, but there's no issues. Like it's, it's sold at health food stores all across every country that I know of. So that's the hemp seed heart. Now, what, it, what does it look like? They're very, a hemp seed is very, is quite small. Um, if you're familiar with chia seeds, these might be double the size of chia seeds, but as opposed to many of the grains and stuff that we use in raw food recipes frequently, these are quite oily or greasy to the touch. And that's not a bad thing. They're, it's, they're really delicious and they are expensive, but they're so good. Um, so they are something you probably want to keep in the fridge and they're just a little bit different. They're a little bit fragile and they're soft. So like I said, I think they're about double the size of a chia seed. And if you don't know what a chia seed is, um, basically they're, I don't know how to explain this. I'm trying to think they're kind of like half the size of a corn kernel. Anyway, so that's the hemp hearts. And it, because they are sort of oily and moist, they are really adding them to your veggie burger recipe or using a veggie burger recipe that uses hemp hearts is going to be so much better than one that just uses nuts and seeds um, and vegetables by themselves. Like I mentioned, that almond carrot standard recipe is just doesn't turn out that amazing but the hemp hearts are great so if you go to my website which is therawtarian.com I have a, an awesome my favorite go-to burger recipe just go to therawtarian.com slash podcasts and look for episode 11 and I'll link to the recipe there for you for free and but I'm also going to talk about the ingredients so this is my favorite recipe and because I am really into simple, satisfying recipes that don't have too many steps, although this recipe has quite a few ingredients, it's pretty easy to actually like put together. It just does look kind of overwhelming because you see, whoa, there's a lot of ingredients, but they're all easy. It's just kind of like throw this, 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 this in the um, bowl and just kind of combine it and then form them into patties and then dehydrate them. Without further ado, let me tell you what's actually in this recipe. So we have hemp hearts that I mentioned, about a half a cup. We have sunflower seeds, walnuts, and 
ground flax seed. So that is also called flaxseed meal. It's really a, flax, a whole flax seed that's just been ground up. And you can actually sometimes do that yourself at home if all you have is, is whole flax seeds. Then we're going to have three quarters of a cup of veggies. Now I didn't really specify and I think that that's good because you can use whatever you have on hand. So this would be, we're, we're looking for three quarters of a cup of veggies. And I would suggest using onion, celery, parsley, or red pepper. And like any combo of that, whatever you've got. So you could have like practically all celery and onion or just whichever you have. But really, you just need three quarters of a cup of that type of vegetable. So kind of a, you know, a hearty kind of chunky vegetable there. And then you would finely chop those up. We're also going to have to have chia seeds in this recipe. And I have many different um, uses for chia seeds. But really the reason why chia seeds are important in this recipe is because they are going to help to keep everything together. They act as a binding agent. The flax, the ground flaxseed meal does as well. But the chia seeds are important. Now, if you don't have chia seeds, you need them. But I really encourage you to buy them. There's so many things you can do with them and they're really healthful for you and they're, they're great. So this recipe calls for two tablespoons of chia seeds. Then we've got some water and lemon juice and garlic and salt. So all of those are pretty easy. You should have water in your house, I'm hoping. You should have lemon juice and then everybody needs to keep garlic on hand all the time. Real garlic, it's easy. To have around it lasts quite a long time and then we have sea salt which is um, not your regular table salt it's just the sea salt and then I have a few other spices in there if you want they're optional so that does sound like a lot I'm gonna recap you've got the hemp parts you've got some nuts and seeds you've got a bit of flax a bit of chia and then your veggies those are the main things and then you've got water and lemon juice and that kind of thing so that's a lot of ingredients, but really all you're going to be doing is pretty much adding almost like everything into your food processor um, and then processing them up. The only thing is you wouldn't add, would you'd keep the hemp hearts out because we want to keep those, we don't want to like destroy their shape because they're really nice looking in the burger too. So you wouldn't process those. And also your chopped veggies, if you've chopped them yourself, um, or process them beforehand maybe you'd keep those out as well but really all you're doing is like chucking everything in your food processor processing it up and then dumping all of that into a big bowl so I hope you can picture this you're with me here I'm going kind of fast and then you're gonna in that bowl with your processed mixture you're going to add the hemp hearts and the veggies and then just stir it up with a big spoon and then you have your mixture that all you're going to do now is tear out some sheets of parchment paper form the mixture into patties which is easy you know you just kind of make little patties with your hands now remember when you're going to be dehydrating a anything it's going to shrink quite a bit because all the moisture is dissipated when you dehydrate so you're going to want to make probably a standard size patty. So um, hmm, 
maybe half an inch to three quarters of an inch thick and then you know standard patty size now this is going to shrink down a bit and that's okay but they're just beware that they're going to be smaller so if you make small patties when you shove them in your dehydrator when they come out they're going to be really small so you've got your patties on the parchment paper and then you're going to put those including the parchment paper into your dehydrator and then you're going to dehydrate it and I'm reading my directions here as we go. Dehydrate on high for 1.5 hours. Reduce the heat and dehydrate for another five hours. Once the patties are really nice and firm and not a wet mess, you can take out that parchment paper and then you are going to keep dehydrating until you get the consistency that you want. Now you do not want to over dehydrate these because what makes a burger a burger is that it's nice and moist and has a bit of give to it. You don't want a rock hard burger. That would not be very tasty. So that's in a nutshell how you would make a veggie burger and how you would assemble it and cook it now I or uncook it. Now I did mention that you cannot do this in an oven. You do need a dehydrator and if you want to learn more about dehydrating I have a previous episode um, where I talk about the appliances and that would be handy and maybe I should just make a general uh, podcast about dehydrating that might be helpful too. Perhaps I'll do that next. But anyway, so that's how you make it in general. So once they're done, what I have, I used to do, which was really not a good idea, was because I'm kind of disorganized and lazy, I would frequently kind of just like leave stuff in the dehydrator. Um, not for like a long time, but like say if I had just made a few veggie burgers and then I was going to eat them all tomorrow, I just kind of would be lazy and just leave them in the dehydrator. But I've really stopped doing that just for, you know, health and hygiene reasons. You don't want to have any stuff in your dehydrator for very long at all if it is not dehydrating. So you want to take them out and I usually just use Ziploc bags or Tupperware if you have it, plastic containers, and put these in the fridge. But what I have started to do, which I never used to do, and I don't know why, probably because my dehydrator had a bunch of food in it. But then, now what I do is if I would like to have a veggie burger, I take it out of the fridge and I just pop that in the dehydrator for maybe, well, it depends how impatient I am, but I warm it up. I don't make it hot, but I take that chill off. And I've been doing that lately and I've been really... Perhaps that's why I have this renewed zest for veggie burgers lately is I've started to store stuff in the fridge properly, which I should have been doing all along. And then I have been um, reheating them a bit in the dehydrator, not to make them piping hot, but just to make them nice and warm. And it, it really gives it um, that much, it's, it's that much better. <laughs> what can I say? So that's how to make it and store it and prepare it but that's just really about the patty so of course what we love about a burger is not only the patty but all the condiments so the ketchup and the relish and the mayo and the pickles and the bun and it's all it's really about the combination of the flavors and the textures that's so good about a burger so in terms of your burger bun so this is point three remember i I said i'm going to cover three issues first we we're going to talk about the recipes, which I did. I kind of trash talked almond recipes. 
And um, number two, I talked about how to dehydrate the burger, which I did just talk about. And now three, kind of the most exciting part, is really talking about bringing the burger together. What can you dress it up with? What makes it taste the best? So the main issue that I get asked quite a bit is how to make a burger bun. And there's two main things that I use as a burger bun. And usually I alternate between the two. I think they're both good and it just depends on what I have on hand, how much time I've got and what I feel like. The two bun options are number one, using a crisp, large romaine lettuce leaf as your bun. So what you would do is you would have your big piece of lettuce, you would pop that patty onto one half of the lettuce. On top of your patty, you would add your raw mayo, cucumber, tomato, anything else you wanted to add to adorn or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Decorate. You know what I mean. To dress your burger. There we go. And then all you're going to do is, because your bun, sorry, um, your patty is on one, like, is off center, you're going to bring the side that has more lettuce and just fold it on top. And there you've got your lettuce is acting as the burger bun. So that is a quick and dirty way to do it. And frequently I started out doing that because I did not know how to make a bun and sometimes I just don't have time or I don't have a bun on hand so I'll do that and that works really well and of course having lettuce instead of a white bun is definitely preferable. So that's option one is the lettuce bun or you could use a different type of green like a collard green or whatever you like to use for that but I personally tend to use romaine lettuce. Now the second option is to have a actual dehydrated bread type thing that acts as a bun. This is something I've been doing lately because I have found the most amazing and created the most amazing spongy moist bread. So previously when I was making crackers or wraps in my dehydrator, neither of those lended themselves very well to a bun. The cracker is too hard and it was too heavy too to have like a huge thick nutcracker and then like this veggie burger that's really dense and quite you know heavy and then another cracker it was like way too much so I wasn't really into that but now since I have this spongy bread recipe and I will link that up on the show notes here of at the rotarian.com slash podcasts and look for episode 11 but it's this spongy bread that I've been able to make in my dehydrator that has some nice spring and texture to it. And the reason that it has that spring and texture is because of the ingredient called psyllium husk. That's what makes it spongy and that's what makes it different. That's why I can call it a bread as opposed to a cracker. Crackers are hard and stiff and tasty, but they're crackers. Bread is a different beast bread is is has some give has some moisture is a bun right so since i've been making this spongy bread recipe which i won't go into today but you can get that on the show notes 
So I, what I usually do now is I'll make a batch of veggie burgers and at the same time I'll make little loaves or buns really. Um, mm-hmm, two and a half inches thick maybe. You can read all about that and I have a video of them too. But um, so I'm, I'll make the veggie burger in the dehydrator and the bun also a whole batch of each and then I keep them both in separate Ziploc bags in the fridge and then when I want to have a burger I'll take out one burger patty and one of these buns and the bun what I'll do is I'll pop those both back in the dehydrator they're already completely ready to like they're done they're cooked they're they're ready but this is just to take that cold edge off so I'll pop those back in the dehydrator probably for 20 or 20 30 minutes and then once I take them out, what I'll do is I'll slice that spongy raw bread in half lengthwise, you know, like cutting a bun open. And then there you have your burger bun and your burger patty. Now, if you start to think about what's in these veggie burgers and what's in your bun, it is a very heavy, dense, like, whoa, I'm full afterwards feeling. So typically... I'll definitely just have like one burger, but what I will do is just make it crazy, like a double-decker kind of height, and I'll pack it just like full of especially lettuce. I find that these flavor combinations really call for like 10 10 pieces of romaine lettuce piled in there. And it really also needs an acidic, moist vegetable or fruit, I guess, like a tomato, it really needs to have a tomato added on there to kind of balance the flavors. And because it is so nutty and not because I'm afraid of fat, but because I, I'd feel like it's getting to be too heavy just for like my tastes, I don't tend to put um, when I'm having the bun and the burger. They're really heavy and nutty already, so I don't really want to have a cashew mayo on there or anything. Um, but I do have a really great raw mayonnaise recipe that's made from, actually might be macadamia nuts. I usually make it from cashews, but I have made it from macadamia nuts, but I don't really tend to feel that I need it on this because it is already so, so heavy. And you could listen to episode 10 too about cheese and use this kind of cheesy spread I have and add that on too. I also have recipe for raw ketchup. I have a lot of these recipes because I love burgers, but I don't always have all of those things. In fact, like very rarely would I ever have a burger where I've made the bun, I've made the ketchup, I've made the mayo, I've made the bun. I don't know if I said that twice, bun and burger. Anyway, that's usually like not realistic to have all those things on hand all the time. So usually I won't really put a lot of condiments on it but I will put um cucumbers like sliced thin like a pickle and stuff like that and it's so delicious (laughs) I'm hungry right now so that's how I'm loving my veggie burgers lately um really the assembly is really quick if you already have a whole bunch of these things in the fridge made. I think that's really the key, what you need to understand about dehydrating. And I really should do a podcast about that in general. 
um, and it's something I really do talk about in Raw Dehydrating 101 a lot, is that you have to shake the idea that, oh, it's 6 o'clock p.m. and I'm coming home from a hard day at work and now I'm going to dehydrate something for dinner tonight. No, 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 no. You have to do your dehydrating like days before you're going to eat the thing. It's, and you have to wrap your mind around that. What you're doing is, it's almost like canning, you know, like canning vegetables or fruit from your garden. You don't can because you want to eat it, um, you know, now because you want some strawberry sauce or whatever. Like this is stuff you have to do in advance so that you can enjoy it later. And so when, when you're getting into dehydrating, it's something you really need to realize is that something you don't do when you're hungry or in a rush. It's something you do on the weekend to prepare for your week. It's something you do when you feel like, oh my gosh, I feel like having some me time. What should I do? It's not something that you do um, because you're hungry and you need something to make for dinner. It just doesn't work because dehydrating takes a long time and you've got to wrap your mind around that. So but the reheating of stuff is totally practical and it's just kind of like popping a, a frozen item in the microwave kind of thing. So reheating in your dehydrator can be done really quickly and is a really handy when you're in a rush. But in order to actually make it at the beginning firsthand, um, you definitely need to do that well, well, well in advance. But it's so worth it. I have veggie burgers and buns in my fridge right now and I might have to sign off soon because I'm going to go have one for lunch. So um, I really hope you've enjoyed this episode of the veggie burgers. I hope it was helpful and I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast in terms of whether you prefer hearing more about recipes and the preparation kind of like I talked about today or more about the personal side of it not just about me, but in terms of how to be raw or um, that sort of thing. So I'd just love to hear back from you about your preferences in terms of future episodes, what you'd like to hear about, especially if you have an idea for a future episode. That's really helpful for me because I like to be delivering what you want to hear. So if you want to hear something, just um, email me or get me on Twitter or whatever at uh, Jane. I don't know what I'm trying to tell you. Just contact me. You know where to get me. Just go to therawtarian.com and there's all kinds of places you can get me there. I think I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to go sign off now and have my veggie burger for lunch. And I just really thank you so much for being here. And let me know what you think. I really appreciate your feedback. Thank you so much. Be sure to visit me at therawtarian.com where you can browse over 100 of my absolute favorite simple, satisfying raw vegan recipes that you'll find pretty quick to make and with just a few ingredients and that taste spectacular. While you're there, be sure to sign up for my newsletter and once you've signed up for that, you will get a PDF copy of 11 of my most favorite, most satisfying, most delicious recipes including raw vegan alfredo sauce, raw brownies, and a whole host of other delicious recipes you can make at home that are raw vegan and taste amazing. 
Thank you so much for joining me and I hope to hear from you very soon. And until next time, enjoy your raw adventure. Thank you.